and welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Welcome back to the Dreamcast. Our next guest endured symptoms consisting of insomnia, anxiety, muscle pain, chronic fatigue, and more and being prescribed a variety of medication, including opiates, to ease the pain led him to developing an opiate addiction. After experimenting with numerous types of therapies, he discovered intravenous NAD therapy, which initiated a gradual and miraculous journey to health. More than a year later, our guest regained 90% of his health and took it upon himself to further investigate the therapy that practically saved his life. Please welcome the founder of the Research Center on Addiction and Brain Health, Tom Ingolia. Hi. Hi, Denise. How's it going? It's great to be on here. Yes, I'm really excited to connect with you. I know you live in sunny California. I'm here in Michigan where there's just a little bit of snow on the ground. Um, So as we get started this morning, why don't you just share with me a little bit about who you are? What what do you do? So who I am is I'm I'm someone that that, that got sick about, um, I guess it was maybe 12 years ago. And I and I went through some some very serious trials and tribulations, and found a holistic breakthrough that that healed me. I had I had brain fog, chronic fatigue, chronic pain, and I found a, a way to health through uh, a vitamin called NAD, nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. And now I run or I help run a medical clinic in San Diego that uses this therapy very much. Much of it is is used for drug addiction, but also chronic conditions like chronic fatigue and chronic pain. We see a lot of Lyme patients. We've we've treated Parkinson's. We treat a lot of it, the therapies used for a lot of neurodegenerative issues. We we noticed anecdotally, and I must say that that this isn't an FDA approved drug, and your results may vary. And um, I'm not a medical doctor, but I'm very much involved in the industry. Um, I organized the the largest NAD conference this last month and in San Diego, um, the largest uh, NAD conference to date. And that was very successful. And it's a really exciting place to be because there's a lot of talk about how NAD, there was just in this last week uh, in Time Magazine, an article saying that NAD is is really the biggest thing right now in age reversal and longevity. So, wow. and, and maybe we can put that link at the end of the show or something like that. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's so interesting. Okay. So we know that holistic medicine, really treating the whole person, functional medicine is something that is really becoming more and more known in our culture. Uh, people want to try natural alternatives before they run to the doctor every single time. And so it's becoming more well-known. What, what is NAD and how does it benefit us? Well, NAD is, it's an energy carrying molecule. It's a coenzyme found in all living things. It's essential for life on this planet. It's uh, used in the the Krebs cycle. It's all over the cell. It's used in things called redox reactions. It's actually a neurotransmitter and it's a sort of a precursor to other neurotransmitters. It's it's used in the, uh, an area of the brain called the suprachiasmatic nucleus to regulate sleep and we got we see a lot of positive results with with sleep when you do uh, intravenous NAD is, is is the way we do our therapy it's an essential molecule to get rid of um, toxins like alcohol for every ethanol molecule you need two molecules of NAD it's used to get rid of excess glutamate which happens with a, a lot of different con- conditions which can kill brain cells so a glutamate excitotoxicity, NAD gets rid of that. NAD is a, it, it's a potent anti-inflammatory and it brings inflammation down. And, and there might be some promise with inflammatory diseases and inflammation in general. Um, NAD levels uh, in the body decline with age. That's the real big thing. And why is that important? Because this decline in age seems to be associated uh, correlatively or causally 
um, with with the aging process itself. That's the main thing. Is it, it aging in some part is is connected with this molecule, and that's the really exciting thing. Is you see huge labs at Harvard, MIT, um, Australia. They're studying. They're vigorously studying NAD. Um, the Sinclair Lab. Um, even even George Church at Harvard. He's one of the most famous scientists on the planet. His name is even has been has been mentioned uh, as interested in this. But I'm just a, I'm a, I'm kind of a regular guy, and I'm not going to say that I'm uh, one of these um, uh, high IQ scientists. You know, um, I'm I'm trying to do my part in the world, and uh, so that's that's. Um, ever since I, I had this sort of, I had a sort of miraculous, um, recovery with NAD. And, um, I think of NAD, NAD is the sort of energy of life. It, it ends up getting used to produce ATP in the body. I sort of think of it as the energy of, uh, of all things, a force that of all things. And it, it helps with bringing molecules together. And, uh, so I, I often refer to it as the force. So. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So how did you find it? Tell us about the miracle you experienced. I was on my seventh year of being sick. I ended up losing uh, one of my best childhood friends um, from, from, uh, from insanity. And it was, it was brought on by a lot of drug use. And um, he had, it was, it was just a very intense time in my life because because I was, I was I was still very sick. There wasn't a lot of things that I could could do for myself. I mean, I, I had one of these lives where, you know, people did things for me. People took care of me, I, and you know, I had someone who would, you know, cook food for me. I, I only I had to spend a lot of time in bed. It was very it was it, I, I was very much ashamed of the the lifestyle that I had. I, I managed to get a lot of things done. Don't get me wrong. I, I finished my master's degree and learned the language, but. It wasn't a it wasn't a life where I could really I had to pace myself. In people with chronic fatigue, they got to learn how okay, I have, uh, how much energy do I have right now? I, I can only do this, and then I have to rest. So when when I lost my best friend, and actually his brother died a month prior to that from from liver disease. Oh my goodness! And uh, about a week later, after he after he died, I lost half my family in a car crash. And they they all died um, instantly. And oh my goodness. Uh, was that yeah, all in California yeah. with you, or was did they live this elsewhere? Was in, this was in uh, Hawaii. So, um, and my brother, I lived in Costa Rica. So we, I had to. Uh, my family's like, well, you got to go to Hawaii first to get your mother, and then we got to go to, we got to bury them in California, and then we got to have an, another funeral in in Costa Rica. And I, I was like, I can't physically do that. It was a. It was a very, it was a very tough time. And I, you know, he pulled it together to, you know, sorry, I'm getting a little bit emotional here, but, but um, it was at that point I was, I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to figure out, I, I mean, I, I had already gone to dozens of doctors and it, I was already very, very much involved in health. And so it, it sort of led me on a trajectory to um, find, maybe, maybe just do some out of the box thinking. And so my, some of the therapies I started looking at were, were just very much off the wall. And NAD therapy was was only only being used in the United States in, in two two locations that that were that was public and and it was used for addiction. And I and I talked to some people, we were talking about the mitochondria, this this energy powerhouse of the cell, and how maybe NAD could would would refuel and give me my energy. And I had I had, um, you know, I have like, uh, I had my mitochondria looked at with Ramon spectroscopy, um, like very molecular view of my mitochondria before and after I did NAD and saw major improvements. But, um, you know, I was very much focused on the mitochondria. And so I, I, you know, I called and it just so happened there was a place in San Diego that, that was, that was doing NAD therapy. And, and I called and, and I said, you know, do you think this might work? And they said, well, um, uh, we don't know. <laughs> it's a roll of the dice. So and, they were uh, already using it for primarily for addiction and you were coming to them with chronic fatigue saying, I need help too. I was coming to them for chronic fatigue, chronic pain, mm-hmm. brain fog, insomnia, um, depression, 
and I also had a, I also had an, a sub, uh, was substance dependent to opiates. Mm-hmm. Because uh, of the it, chronic pain, and that's what they typically. The chronic, yeah. yeah, because of the chronic pain. I'm not really an, an, an addictive personality, but they said to me. But they, they prescribe oh. that. They said. They said to me. They said, "Tom, you're you have an addiction to opiates." Over the phone, and I said, "No, I don't. You know, I'm not, I don't have. I don't have an addiction to opiates. I'm taking them for my pain." They're like, so it, it actually took me a couple of years to realize that, you know, if someone is on opiates, any mammal is on opiates for. A certain period of time, you're you're automatically your your brain automatically needs that drug in order to feel normal, and so that was something that that was very hard for me to to come to grips on is that I was actually experiencing pain and lower hormone levels and more fatigue because of the addiction. So that it sort of cascaded because of this drug, you know, opiates were never intended for long-term use. They were, they were intended for short acute situations and people who are terminally ill. And it was, there wasn't a lot of research on that. And the research is coming out now is showing that, that, that uh, this, the, the, the addiction is very real. And, um, and there's a lot of unfortunate souls that never intended to get addicted to, 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 to these drugs. Well, and what uh, fuels up for me, and I, I want to keep going with your story, but I have some family members who experienced problems with this. And the hard part is, is when your doctor prescribes it, you think it's okay. And so you are doing what the doctor said when, in fact, it ends up taking over and ruining so many aspects of your life. Oh, my goodness. So what did you do next? You go, you, you, you hit your rock bottom. You lost all of these important people in your life. And you decided, okay, something has got to give. You sought out NAD. Uh, tell us a little bit about your early treatment. Well, I mean, it, it was it's it's Paul and I'm I'm good friends with with the the original person who brought NAD back to the United States. It was it was it a lot of the research was done 50 years ago um, in the United States, and then sort of lost sort of the 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 technology was purchased by a pharmaceutical company it sort of lost um there was a loss of interest it was very it's very hard to synthesize it's very expensive to make um but she managed to bring it back to the united states but she she said to me when i went and visited her in in uh louisiana she said you had a you had a dark night of the soul and i'm like what is that? And she said, well, this is a poem from St. John the Cross where mm-hmm. and you have all these terrible things that you have, you, you, that you've had in your life. And if you see God, he's going to be begging you. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to have him beg you for forgiveness. So it, it, it was really a sort of a, it, it, you never really, <laughs> you know, it's, it's amazing, you know, where you, you get into these very difficult times in your life and where you, you, you question everything. And, but, you know, it, it, you know, sometimes it's, it's either going to, it's either going to make you or break you. And, and, and that was a, um, it was a time in my life where, I mean, things didn't really make sense, but, but um, I think everything makes sense now. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing when you're in that position, you can either crawl under a rock and stay there or you can use, the pain, the hurt, the like everything that you've learned and figure out a way to use it for good and give back to the world. And it seems like you've been able to do that. Well, it was, I, I came in and they, they just so happened to have a, have a place in San Diego. So I drove in and they told me, you know, you should be, you, you should be feeling something about, you know, day five, like this amazing sort of breakthrough uh, maybe day four and, and it got, it had gotten to day seven. I was there for, to get 10 days of therapy and, and it got to day six and I, and I, you know, it, it was, it, it became, um, uh, I, I sort of came to the conclusion that it was, you know, a big waste of money and, um, and that, it, and I started to, you know, get very emotional about it. You know, looking back at it now, it's, it, I was going through some of the withdrawals of, of opiates. Um, now, you know, they, they, they forced, like I said, they sort of said, you got to come off of the opiates while you're here. You can do whatever you want when you leave. But, you know, so I was, 
it, it, for me, it took me until day seven, things started to light up. I noticed um, there was just sort of a perceptual shift where, where, you know, the world seemed brighter. Um, the world seemed to slow down for me. Everything seemed to be calmer. And, and one thing that we see a lot from, from NAD treatment is people have a, they have a stronger response to music. Like a, the music seems to, to have this really strong, immense emotional sensation to it. It's, 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 it's radical. And, and it doesn't, it, it, I don't hear that response from a lot of people, but around day seven, I noticed my energy. Well, the things I came in for, my energy went up. It just all of a sudden I had all this, this burst of energy and I had this sort of, um, my, my pain had gone down too. So, and you're not on the opiates anymore. So well, yeah, I wasn't on opiates. That's you know, this is in the middle of a, a withdrawal from opiates. Right. And I, and I, I just started feeling amazing. And, and so I went out and I was in the ocean and that, that's where I really felt this, this feeling, you know, it's like being out on the water. I was out in the water with my friend. He's like, come out, let's go in the ocean. Let's like, you know, and so I'm, I'm out there playing the ocean. And it's like, that was the, the like floating out there. It was like this, it was like, I, <laughs> it's, I don't know why I'm so emotional right now. I mean, I've, I've said, I've had told this story so many times, but it was, it was, it was, it was a moment of, of grace and peace that I, that I hadn't felt in a while. So you um, felt lighter, my goodness, for seven years, you were laying in bed and having people make you food and having to part compartmentalize your energy. So you would rest and all of a sudden you felt light, it seems. Um, and then day eight, it like a lot of my symptoms came back and I was, and that was, I mean, it was a whole roller coaster ride. Wow. And, and then day nine, it, 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 I, I felt everything I felt on day seven and, and it, it, um, it was, um, it, it, it the, the, and they're like, well, I don't, we don't know what's going to happen, Tom. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, normally I don't, when I have a relapse and I, all my energy goes away, it usually takes maybe a month to get my energy back. And quite clearly this is something different because this hasn't, has never happened to me before. And so I knew at that moment that, that I was going to get better. And I didn't know how much, I didn't know if I was going to still fully recover and I still hadn't fully recovered and I ended up staying a, a couple extra days. Um, but it, it was, that was the beginning of my journey. And, and by, by the time a year had passed, I fully recovered. And it was something that, that I never dreamed of at that point. I completely gave up on getting all my health back. Yeah. Tell me about that hope for the first time you felt hope. What did, what doors did that open for you? I, I guess it made everything so much easier. I mean, I, I think when you go through some of these these dark times, it makes everything a lot easier once you're out of it. And I, but regardless, you know, I mean, that's life is just is is going to be pretty sometimes pretty nasty, and you've got to find a way to find meaning um, in everything. And that's that's sort of what I that's sort of what this has all taught me is that is that if you're searching for happiness, you're probably going to fall short. But if you're searching for meaning, it's going to sort of give you a, give you some sense of stability when things are really bad. Well, I love that. Honestly, I love that. If you're searching for happiness, you'll always fall short. If you're searching for meaning, you'll find it every time. And even if you had bad days, now that you had hope, you knew you weren't going to stay there. So you kind of had your eyes on feeling better regardless of the ups and downs in the process. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, th it's interesting how things have sort of transpired. I, I thought there was something very special about this vitamin and I, and I continued to come in to, to get boosters and they said, well, you should come in and get a booster and get an, it's, it's an IV. Okay. So it's an IV drip that lasts eight hours and they, insert a catheter into your, your vein and you have a very slow drip of NAD and it, it, it you do, it's a, it's a, it's a time commitment. You know, it's, it's a little bit inconvenient, quite frankly, it's a little bit like being on a plane or a, 
you know, stuck on a cruise ship that you don't want to be on. And, um, and, and, and you get the drip and, um, and, 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 and quite frankly, like many or most of the people that come in have this, they, they tend to have a huge burst of energy and they tend, they tend to have lower anxiety. And if they're on drugs, they, they get a, um, they get a, a great deal of benefit from, from coming off of the drugs. So, um, you know, it doesn't work for, for everybody. Um, you know, and, um, it's, it's, this NAD is not an easy thing for, for doctors to, um, administer, um, you know, and, 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 and in opening, a, a, um, and helping with a medical clinic as I have, um, helping the doctor, you know, it, uh, practice this, this area of holistic medicine. Um, we're able to really help a, a great number of people out there. And it's just been a, a huge joy to, to help people come off of, um, come off of drugs and, and help them with anxiety, depression, fatigue, pain, neurodegenerative conditions, all sorts of, um, a, a whole host of things, but it had really been something that was unknown until December, 2013. So there was a Harvard scientist named David Sinclair who, who got into, who published a work about uh, on mice that were administered with a molecule called uh, nicotinamide mononucleotide that converts um, very quickly into NAD in, in, in these mice. And what, they examined the tissue of the mice and they noticed that, and that was the big thing is there's, there was, there was verbiage um, regarding how the, he, he says that essentially that the, the age of the tissue was reversed. And that was, wow. that was, that was, that also made it into time magazine. And he ended up becoming um, time magazine's 100 most influential scientists. The, 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 when, when the next magazine on the 100 came out um, because of that real groundbreaking journal. So here I am thinking to myself, I just did the, I just did the real thing. I didn't do the precursor and I, and, and no one even really knows about this. This is, this is like, at that point I was, I was all in. I wanted to have, I only wanted to, to be involved with NAD and nothing else. Um, now, so. you mentioned that NAD is basically food for mitochondria. It helps um, boost healthy mitochondria. Tell us a little bit about how it works in your body. What does it have to do with mitochondria, telomeres, all of that? Well, okay. So now um, <laughs> I might make a mistake here or there because my background is in finance. But, but, but you know, NAD, it, it, you want to have a you want to have a lot of it in the body. Um, it, it's, it's used, it's used for a number of different things. And one of the, one of the important things it's used for is in correcting DNA damage. So on in any given, um, in, in any given day in your body, your, a particular cell might have, let's say tens of thousands of DNA lesions that need to be corrected. And NAD helps activate activate uh, an enzyme called PARP, poly-ADP ribose polymerase, that, that sort of examines the DNA, the genome, and it corrects the, uh, any, any of the breaks. And so that's a really important part of, of you know, uh, of, of life, just using the, the PARP enzyme to correct the, to correct the DNA. NADs also used... Um, it, it activates a um, it activates a, cl- a class of enzymes called sirtuins, which which um, sort of uh, play this this instrument called the 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 genome or the DNA, and it and it has it has an impact on the epigenetics of the genome. So it turns off um, genomes. Um, it turns off the expression of certain genes. So essentially, it it it, the, the turning off of these expressions, scientists think, is associated with um, um, anti-aging sort of properties. Wow. So you they're know, called it's, sirtuins. Um, yeah. 
So it's so interesting to me because not only chronic fatigue, but addiction, um, obesity, there's a lot of diabetes things right there. We say they run in my family and it's just a part of my DNA. And, you know, we kind of have done Newton's law where we say, oh, I'm a victim to it and there's not much that I can do. But epigenetics has told us through tons of research by now that you really can turn genes on and off and only 1% of our expression is based on our DNA. We have the ability to decide what gets turned on or off in a sense. And it sounds like NAD is something that helps with that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's other things you can do besides getting an IV of of NAD. I mean, there's, you know, there's Sinclair's now working on um, this nicotinamide mononucleotide. Um, there's also you know, taking niacin, it's been around, there's, there's a, there's sort of like a secret cult following about taking high dose niacin. Um, there's a famous cardiologist named Dr. Sinatra, who's, who's prescribed niacin for, for a lot of people that have, have had heart conditions. Um, it's, I personally think that IV NAD, it's something that you feel, you know, and we are a lot of our patients will, um, you know, a certain percentage of our patients will say that NAD was intravenously was like the most incredible experience of their life. So, you know, it doesn't happen for for everybody that comes in, but it's it, it's quite it's quite something to hear. Like this was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me to take this. But you can also, like you said, a diet. Um, like intermittent fasting, low carb low carb diets will increase NAD. They'll also do. They'll also increase autophagy, which is when the cell starts to eat it. It's um, recycle some of its own garbage that it has, and it sort of you know soups up cells and makes cells stronger. It also um, it also lowers a um, a uh, an enzyme called mTOR, and so you know there's besides besides diet. I mean, like. Uh, eating eating more antioxidants like carotenoids um could in, increase nad because you have less you have um less um exposure to to free radicals so there's there's less need to use nad so you by by eating these foods and, and antioxidants affects the can have epigenetic effects too or or mm-hmm. uh or it, you know there's there's certain things that are going on there so exercise can be a huge benefit for nad so it, it this sort of like um, you know, stressing the body in reasonable amounts, the stress response, you know, getting more sleep, avoiding alcohol. Um, we have, there, there's also things that we can do from our center, um, with telemedicine in terms of sending people, you know, nasal spray and patches of NAD. And, and I, at, my, at the conference, a guy came up to me, um, we just had the, you know, the conference I just mentioned before he came up to me and said, I, I haven't even done IV NAD. I've, I've only done the nasal spray. And I, I have to tell you, you've, you've, you've changed my life. And it was really nice to hear that. And, oh. and it's, but it's, it's so interesting because it's such, he's a, he's sort of an outlier. Not, not, it, it doesn't, I don't know if I'll ever hear from someone who, who says that, you know, just taking this, this nasal spray that doesn't have a very potent dosage of NAD has had such a profound impact on him. But, but so, you know, that's the thing is in our, the, the, the healthcare paradigm that we have, the FDA sort of wants us to um, pretend that everybody's alike. But the, but the reality is, is that it, it really isn't like that, that there's, there's so much variation and, you know, doctors need to have the ability to, to work with all these different kinds of substances and dosages to figure out what, because it, it, you got to really have a, a therapy for, for N equals one. And uh, that's just my personal opinion, having these, you know, these, uh, these trials where, you know, everybody takes the same dosages, I think is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So one question before we move on is how do we lose NDA? Why do you think that, or NAD, I'm sorry, why do you feel like you had such low amounts during your years of chronic fatigue? Well, I would say, well, a lot of these toxins in our body require NAD um, to, to get rid of the, the toxins. So 
all drugs, every drug family requires NAD and, and there's depletion there. Um, but also modern diet. Okay. So, um, NAD has got a long history. So, so at our conference, Dr. Ross Grant, he was, he's very instrumental in, in, um, completing a, uh, a pathway called the chirinic pathway, which is the conversion of an amino acid called tryptophan to, to NAD. And he, he, he um, I mean, it's, it, it may not seem important to you, but this, this pathway um, was a pathway that wasn't necessarily discovered by um, this, this pioneer of, of medicine named Dr. Joseph Goldberger, who was, who was um, very important in the turn of the last century. There was an epidemic of, of, a, um, of, of a nutritional disease called pellagra. Okay. And it, and it, and it, um, it was the scourge of the South and people would get this sort of scaly skin. I don't know if you watch game of Thrones, but it was, uh, um, there's a character in there that gets this infectious disease. It looks like that you have this, like, you can have this like almost black skin on the sun exposed areas, but you also have dermatitis and insanity and, and, uh, and diarrhea and, and eventual death. And it, and it was, he, he had already, Joseph had already um, worked on other, eradicating other diseases like diphtheria. And um, he, he worked with yellow fever and dengue fever. And he had, he had actually contracted a, a bunch, at least two of these diseases. I mean, he was, he was such a, um, he, he was such a, a man of the people, but he, he encountered so much uh, backlash when he tried to explain, you know, this is, you know, it's, this is sort of a nutritional thing. It's not, this is not something that you, you get, it's not an infectious disease and during a time when all the focus was on, was on, um, infectious diseases. And it, there, there, so there was a lot of, uh, of, of issue around that. And he eventually, I mean, he was, he was, um, he did all these ridiculous things like, um, you know, grinding down the skin of the, of the people with pellagra to show that it wasn't infectious and consuming it with his wife and the, the feces and, and they were injecting it to try to prove that it wasn't, that it wasn't a disease that it was actually just actually the food. And so our modern diets really changed with when, when we started to incorporate corn wow. and he had, he had done some of the research on uh, what was happening in Italy with the sort of, you know, carbohydrate based diets where, Pellagra was big there, and the the Italians thought that you know this was corn. This like introducing corn into the diet had uh, it, it did not. There wasn't a lot of of um, niacin, or they didn't know what it was back then. They didn't ha- they didn't have any of this ad- uh, uh, identified. But it, it, you, when you have uh, there, there's two different ways to get NAD. One is through um, one is through the 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 getting getting adequate protein where um, tryptophan converts into NAD and the other one is is through vitamin B three so and, and essentially um, he he he, uh, he eventually convinces society that they they've got to sort of get a better diet but pellagra and 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 this pellagra eventually sort of gets eradicated with the introduction to, to niacin in flour. Now the FDA is mandating that, that niacin is in flour. And, um, it wasn't until, but, but you had some new doctors come along. There was a, there was Dr. Um, Abraham Hoffer, who, 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 who was a Canadian doctor who worked with a lot of, um, uh, veterans from world war II. He, he worked. He worked in insane asylums, and he 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 saw the similarities. He was also a huge early pioneer of psychedelics too. He helped formulate even that name psychedelic. So he was he was just this larger than life scientist doctor who worked in an insane asylum, and he was dosing his schizophrenic patients with with niacin, and his success was 
was in, was incredible, and he was challenged um, during the course of his career. There were seventeen. He claims there were seventeen of his patients that 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 young teenagers who recovered from schizophrenia went on to college and then medical school and then became medical doctors. So he's he, he's this um, he he was this amazing. Um, intelligent, sort of salt of the earth, you know, God-fearing um, um, pioneer who eventually just sort of, you know, he, he sort of gave up his practice at the end of his life to focus on vitamins. And, um, and he, he began a, um, an organization called Orthomolecular Medicine. Um, his website's orthomoleculormedicine.org. But it's just it's sort of a, a stream of thought that he and Linus Pauling, a, a double Nobel Prize winner, had. They, they they came up with the idea that why don't we just give, why don't we give the human body what it needs instead of something that's synthetic? So that was, that's basic basically the concept. Absolutely, right? goodness! It's really when you give your body good nutrition, it does what it's supposed to do, and that's not the way of the current medical field direction. <laughs> but 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 Abraham Hoffer was a friend of Bill Wilson, the founder of AA. And, oh wow! Okay. And and Bill Wilson suffered from depression, even though he had he had been successful with sobriety, he still had some of the. Uh, some problems psychologically that he had trouble with. And so Abraham Hoffer had recommended that he take vitamin B3. Actually, Hoffer claims that Bill Wilson came up with the word B3. He's like, it was, it was, it was, it was Bill Wilson that popularized the word B3, but they were, there was one point, you know, in, in the history where Hoffer was, was running from some, some um, drug corporation who wanted to sue him to to get all the intellectual property for for NAD because they were he was using NAD at the time and he's seeing these results with with schizophrenia and with addiction and with all these other conditions with NAD and so he's hiding out at Bill Wilson's house so that he doesn't get served with with civil papers and because he's Canadian he was only in New York for a while but Bill Wilson saw some amazing things with niacin and. And uh, it, it was something that never really got implemented in, in AA because AA had so many great things about it and they wanted to keep it pure. They wanted to keep it spiritual. They wanted to keep it non-monetary uh, for whatever reason. I, I, w- I wasn't there, so I don't know exactly what went on. But, <laughs> but that's sort of the story. And, it, and so, um, and, and, you know, Hoffer said about NAD, he said, you know, it, it might take... 50 years before anyone really realizes that this, how amazing this is. And he was attacked for niacin though at the time. And that that was, he was really the the doctor for niacin and he was attacked for it. And he thought that it, that it just helped with so many different things and that we were so depleted of it. And again, it has to do with the diet. He's, he saw schizophrenia and pellagra as something at the end of the spectrum for NAD deficiency. Uh, he saw that at the end of the sort of pellagra being the, the the extreme, and then schizophrenia sort of a subclinical pellagra, and that that society just really needed more of this 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 substance. So that was really sort of his his take on things, and and you know the world wasn't really ready for that. The world saw it as the the medical community saw this as a dangerous thing. And that you all you couldn't even get niacin in, in a high in a high in a high tablet. I mean, you probably only get like maybe twenty five milligrams. Now, a lot of people who are sort of um, a part of this cold following of Hoffer, they might take um, two grams of of niacin a day. So, you know, and, and and so that's sort of the that's sort of the thing. And so today, um, I see so many amazing things with NAD, and you know, I've been contacted by various, you know, honored to be contacted by various different research organizations to study NAD with all these different um, conditions. Um, so, uh, you know, things like Alzheimer's and autism. So just in the last week, I mean, it's, I've, I've talked to people who, who want to study this with, with autism and with, with Alzheimer's and, and with addiction a, a couple of weeks ago to do some, 
just to do some larger trials to sort of substantiate what we saw. There was a there was another doctor about fifty years ago. Um, do, um, his his name was Doctor O'Halloran, who who worked in in Washington State, who did so much work with he with um, with using IV NAD and and uh, addiction, and so he he had all he had all this information that never really got tabulated and there there really isn't that much information on it um but i mean nad's been around for a long time it went underground it went to different countries and um sorry i feel like i'm uh, uh, i hope i'm not talking too much history about <laughs> no it's so interesting and i've heard i heard jj virgin if you guys haven't heard of her she's a basically a celebrity nutritionist personal trainer has been in the health industry for years and years. And she works consistently with Dr. Mark Hyman, who is the functional medicine doctor of the Cleveland clinic. And um, I'm pretty sure that's it. I should double check that, but he is a pioneer essentially in functional medicine. And I heard them say that if you are coming out, like if a, a doctor or somebody is basically saying things and everybody goes, what are you talking about? Uh, then you're typically the person they want to hang out with because you're at the front end of a movement. And even though the world might not have been ready years ago to fully understand the importance of, of these vitamins in our system, they truly are, we truly are, I, in my opinion, creating a brain cell for this holistic approach to health. So you spent a year doing this yourself. You experienced a complete 180 where you are have more energy. You are have you're lighter, you're calmer, your anxieties down. You're honestly, it sounds like you feel like you got yourself back, like you found yourself in this process. How did you get connected to then working at the clinic? That's a good question. In large part, it was um meeting with Paul and Medier in, in Springfield, Louisiana was, was that really the deciding factor. You know, I, I, I was out in Louisiana for a brain conference and I, I drove out and I, I was getting a booster of NAD and I, uh, I decided to get a booster of NAD um, to, to meet her. I really just wanted to meet her and I wanted to meet her husband, a psychiatrist. And it was there where, they showed me so much kindness and they were coming from this other place. And it's, if you, if you ever go to Springfield, um, where their, where their center is at, it's like, it's, um, surrounded by ponds and there's, there's these, these trees with moss on them and they're near a cemetery that has like coffins. It's, you know, made of stone that sort of stick out. It's just really just unusual. I mean, so, it was really an amazing experience to to meet them and be sort of welcomed in to um, the, the 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 world of NAD. And at the time, there was only um, maybe four clinics in the United States using it. And and I told her, I said, I really want to open up an NAD clinic. And she said, You know, you should. I think. And, and there was someone else that was working there. Her name was John, and she said. She said, I, you know, there's, there's really a destiny, Tom. Like, I think this is your destiny. <laughs> so that's, wow. that was, um, and that's the thing about NAD, I think, and, and overcoming some of these experiences, there's really a strong sense of, of, you know, destiny and like, there's a plan for everything. Um, I think you have a stronger spirituality, um, having gone through these experiences and, and having gotten to NAD, I always feel like there's, I don't know, like that, I'm, that I'm, I'm a part of something greater and, and, and it's certainly it's helped by, by going to a more, um, you know, hanging out with uh, the, these spiritual types and in, in rural, you know, sort of God fearing mm -hmm. Louisiana. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's just so, it was so cool to be in, 
and Louisiana for the first time and, and meeting them. So, yeah. well, and I think sometimes we need an outside person to say, Mm-mm, this is what I see in you. You're so passionate about NAD and what it's done for your life. You've got to, like, you can't stay quiet about this. You've got to tell as many people as you can, because there's other people just like you that are curled up in bed wondering, how can I live like this? And they need to know that this exists. And so by them kind of speaking that life into you, you you ran with it. So t- you open the clinic. What does the clinic do now? So the the clinic is it, it, the clinic is names is is uh, the NAD treatment center, and it, it also you know so we'll bring in any number of patients. We help specialize with drug addiction. Um, things like now. One quick question: Is this the same center you went to, or is this a different one? Well, you know. You know, strangely, um, the the gal that that was doing the business development in another clinic for NAD, um, their therapy was no more because she she left San Diego and went somewhere else. And I and I and I told myself, well, the if I start my own clinic, then I'll have a I'll always have a steady supply of NAD. Absolutely. So the the door opened and you took it. So yeah. So. So yeah, we brought NAD back to San Diego, and then um, we also have a nonprofit so that we can do more research and you know substantiate some of the the anecdotal um, things that we're seeing, um, you know. And then we just through the conference as well. That was you know a success. Um, we're also looking at with all the interest in NAD in terms of, uh, of longevity is something that needs to be studied. It's like, what's going on there? Is there something that's going on there? Are we getting closer to, to finding um, a substance that is really doing something there? So, so right, what's going on right now in the world is, or right now in the United States is the life expectancy of the average American has gone down for two years in a row. And this hasn't happened since uh, this usually only happens during world wars, but there is a war going on. It's a, it's a drug war. And it, what we're seeing is um, a higher instance of, of drug overdose and it's bringing down the life expectancy of the average American. Um, there's also higher instance of, um, of um, suicide. And, you know, I, I, I'm under the impression this has to do with the fact that one in five are on psych meds Mm -hmm. um, and we're just not, we're not, you know, solving this problem appropriately. Um, And I just heard a stat yesterday that said the third leading cause of death in the United States is the medical system. You know, and it's that interesting, you know, and even JAMA, I, 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 I don't have the source right here, but the journal for the American medical association said it was, you know, it was number four. Okay. So, I mean, when you have the, the medical doctors association saying that <laughs> you're, exactly. you, it's probably, it might even be worse than number four. Right. So, um, that's what's going on. And, and the, the probable future is, is that we have a further decline in life expectancy. I, I happen to love Costa Rica. I go down to Costa Rica. Um, it is kind of the third world, um, <laughs> but I, I, I have I have some farm down there. They they have a higher life expectancy than we do, um, and it's because. Do you know of, what it is? I think it's I don't know if it's like seventy nine years old or something, but it's it's, it's a high. It's they're about a year higher, year and a half higher than where we're at, and um, it, it, they have a different mentality when it comes to medicine and what's going to happen what's probably going to happen in the united states is a further decline in life expectancy um we are going to be so our medical system is going to be so inundated with alzheimer's patients because of um that's what we're that's what we're seeing down the pipeline it's such an expensive thing um and then of course we have an aging baby boomer population it's the, the the future is really just a sort of economic bankruptcy of the United States. But if 
the possibility that I want to be a part of is is one where we have the ability to use things like NAD and other substances. We have we have a society that that is geared towards nutrition, vitamins, naturopathic, holistic, um, integrative medicine, where doctors could 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 you know take on a, 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 a not a one size fits all approach to people's medicine and really custom tailor where where that's the future mm-hmm. is 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 this sort of um approach where we we get an extended life where we're using things like NAD where we're using other other therapies and you know there's there's quite a bit of research right now on NAD with all the different age related diseases heart disease diabetes alzheimers um you know COPD and and um and cancer um has to do with age how old you are and and NAD seems to be this thing that 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 can handle all of them and of course it's going to be a threat and that's why um it's it's on trial with a number of different vitamins right right now. Methyl B12, glutathione. There's 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 over a hundred of them that are on trial right now, where the FDA wants to ban them from the list of 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 vitamins that are being compounded by by holistic compounding pharmacies. You'll only be able to get this stuff. You can't even get NAD anymore over the counter. You were able to get NAD over the counter last year, and this is all, in my opinion, as a result of the hundreds of millions of dollars that go to Washington every every year for 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 lobbying by drug companies, and the tens of billions of dollars that are spent every year by drug companies for advertising. So it's it's a serious thing, but but I I think Americans are smarter than that, and so I'm I'm I, I want to be a part of that possibility where we overcome this, we finally overcome this problem of the corruption of of uh, the health industry. And that's, that's where I want to be. Yes. I don't, I don't, I don't care what the outcome is. I want to be all for that. Well, you can do a few things, right? You can focus on the problem or you can focus on the solution. And it sounds like you along with all of, I mean, I'm like sitting here going, yes, yes, me too. We totally <laughs> agree because the, our food is just not as nutritious as it used to be. The, um, the way they process is not it's like taking all the nutrients. I mean, we just, we don't have the food quality that we did before and we're, our bodies are starving of vitamins and minerals and things that we typically years ago, maybe could have gotten through food a um, much easier, but now we do need to supplement. And unfortunately, uh, the FDA doesn't make money there. So there's a lot of a backlash sometimes on that, but I know, and I know that, um, functional medicine, integrative medicine, and and holistic thinking is only going to rise as people do see, but they see benefit from everything that we're talking about. And then they're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I think it's going to take us as a nation, essentially, to truly understand what's going on and be loud about it. And then then things may have to change. And I know you are really a loud part of the solution. So what are some things you're doing these days to bring more awareness to NAD and um, biohacking and all of the things that you're doing? Well, I, I mean, I spoke to the head of the Naturopathic Physicians Association a couple of days ago about, you know, perhaps starting a, a grassroots protest of the FDA, getting more involved there, you know, if if there's some updates as to what what it is that we're doing, I'm I'm sure you know I'll contact you and maybe we can put something up uh, on this podcast, um, or you can you can reach out to my nonprofit, um, the there's the Center for Research on it on addiction and brain health, um, which is my website is uh, brainresearch.center. Um, you know there there might be some information there in terms of you know, getting more active in, in, in fighting for our liberty to to uh, to have the kind of healthcare options that we want to have. Amazing. Now, I know if if any listener lives in San Diego, they can physically go to the NAD Treatment Center and ex- and get to know your services. But it, do you have anything for those that may live outside of San Diego? Well, you know, like I said. 
there's options in terms of, of, of working with our doctor here in San Diego and, and um, sort of getting a teaser uh, of NAD through some of the other formulations that we have that are coming out all the time, nasal spray, cream, uh, patches. They're not as strong as the, the IV drip. The, the, what scientists are sort of seeing is like the body, the cells respond differently, different concentrations of NAD. And so it's sort of like finding a high level of NAD. We're probably seeing the, the body do certain, the cells doing certain things that it wouldn't otherwise do. So getting an extended period of time. So we see a lot of people sort of have permanent effects um, anecdotally of from getting IV NAD for, for a number of days, um, sort of one and done type effects, you know? Okay. So they could travel to San Diego to get treatment. And we then... see some, we see a lot of people that do some of the less, some of the, um, smaller dosages where they see sort of temporary relief from doing the NAD. I, I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have bounced back unless I got a heavy dose. I didn't feel hardly anything from the NAD until, you know, day seven rolled around. So, I, I mean, but if you certainly feel amazing off of um, doing a, um, taking an NAD pill, then yeah, then, then yeah, absolutely. But, you know, there's, you can take, uh, you can take niacin if you're, if you have, you're economically challenged. I mean, you can get like a whole year's supply of, of niacin for $20. Um but the, the, the thing with niacin is it has sort of um, sort of sort of side effects from from taking it like nausea and things like that. And some people don't want to really de- demethylate. There's it, it a demethylation process from taking niacin or even or even the nicotinamide riboside. We see that. But but um, with the NAD, it seems to be sort of a, a cleaner response. Again, I'm not a medical doctor. These are just seems these are just observations that I've seen. Um, but uh, do you have any cool stories of clients that you've seen at your clinic that have experienced crazy relief as well? There was there was one guy that was taking he was taking sixty hydrocodone a day six zero, and um, we took him off of of the hydrocodone cold turkey, and he says he he experienced no withdrawals. Oh my gosh. So one question I have is they, especially for the IV, it's eight hours a day for a season. And then it sounds like you come back for boosters. Is that right? You know, it, your mileage is going to vary. Some people, okay. So it just all depends yeah, on how, what they're experiencing. I mean, I was, I was in a state where she approached me and she said, you know, the, the gal, the Ann who I was working with, she approached me and said, you know, you should, she really considered doing boosters. I'm like, why? And she says, well, it's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why do I have to do boosters? I've just done it. I just done it for 12 days. And she said, well, it's just, it's just something about it where if you come back it, it um, after a month or two, it, it, you, you feel this enormous, you, it feels like you're getting to the next level. And I, and I said, you know what, what happened here was totally miraculous. I'm going to just, I'm going to go with it. <laughs> so I came back in and and what do you know? I mean, like I continue to see, see my health improve, like with, you know, while I was there or after a few days, sometimes it takes, a, we, we always say it like takes two weeks to really feel like most of it go into your system. Um, but, you know, we had one patient who's coming off heroin and he was doing great. And then a couple of weeks later, he got in a car accident and flipped his Jeep on the, on the freeway. And then his girlfriend broke up with him and he was back to smoking heroin. You know, we said, well, why don't you come back in? And, and he's like, I'm doing great. I'm just on heroin again. And I'm like, well, you need really need to come back in and do some more NAD. So he came back in and we, um, we hooked him up again with some NAD and, you know, he's back. But I mean, if someone's going to go, if someone's going to go and get sick, or have a stressful event, um, we see that there's a need to get more NAD. If someone's dealing with something that's very chronic that hasn't figured out, you know, maybe they have a chronic inflammatory condition. You can see a lot of the 
the problems that of not getting boosters. Um, but I mean, a lot of the stuff can knock out a lot of these issues. So mm. I, I, it's, it's still, it's still very much an art is what the answer is. Well, and I know that I mean, imagine I, I think of the person who is just like you were laying in bed wondering how do I have the energy to to function, uh, and then I also think of the family surrounding them and the impact that addiction, chronic pain, fatigue can have on all of the relationships surrounding that person, and how just by doing this treatment you've got yourself back, which means. Uh, your relationships are better. Your energy is better. You're, I mean, you have a hope for the future that you didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are looking for that too. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of moms that show up that, um, they got that look Absolutely. in their eyes where they're, they feel, they feel very depleted and, um, and they're very vulnerable too. And then they're, they're and they, they get, they get into sort of, in my opinion, they get in a tough position in the health system where they're, they've been pushed to, you know, maybe do some things with the psych, you know, the psychiatrist, you know, but there, I think there's a time and place for all that stuff. You know, I'm not, I'm not against medication. I just think it's just overused, Mm -hmm. you know? And so now I have um, one last question and it, Tell me a little bit about the mindset shift you've seen in people that start taking or, you know, they get their first few treatments and they feel lighter than they ever have in the past. Have you found people that come in rock bottom and then come out with a a purpose that they didn't even know they had? A lot of them come out with the purpose to start an NAD. (laughs) They're like, everybody needs to know about this. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... (laughs) You know, th- that's pretty common. I get a few people that, that, that call me up and say, hey, you saved my life. Thank you. Um, that certainly is, it's an incredible thing to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as far as what people just, they, they get back to what it is that they wanted to do. You know, they wanted to start a business or they, they wanted to just spend t- more time with their children. I mean, it, um, they wanted to travel more. I had a guy say he wanted to, he, he's just like, he wants to get back to photography. It's whatever you, whatever it is that you're like, that's, that, that's, that's your thing. You go yeah. back to it, run a company, write a book. It's that big, that big thing that you wanted to do. Now all of a sudden you have like, you have all this energy and it's, it's, it's cool because I'll be looking at, I'm a little bit exhausted from this week, no doubt, but, but, I'll look, I, I, I went from not having enough energy to sort of outpacing everybody around me. It's like, are you, are you really going to stop working right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, 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 it's, it's amazing what you have more fuel for whatever it is that you mm-hmm. want to do. And, and, and it's, it's, and it's, and it becomes very important. I think it's, 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 the results are much bigger when you're, when you're, when you're 60 or when you're 50 or when you're 65, you're seeing greater benefits. My my mom, she's, she's in her seventies and she's, she was in Hawaii. She's like, we just decided to get in a helicopter and go to another Island. You know, and it's like, I would have never done that on NAD. I'm like, I'm in my seventies. I'm like, she's like flew to India by herself. I mean, she's just, she's nuts. I mean, <laughs> part of it is because she's nuts. She's my mother's. Like, <laughs> A little bit crazy, but she's also this NAD yeah, too. Yeah, well, there's. It seems like there's a clarity. There's a lightness. There's a clarity. There's a passion. There's an energy, and when you have lived life so long with this cloud of darkness or this confusion, and you know, addiction is it can take over and and consume. And when you have the mental clarity and the energy, not to not have to worry about that anymore in a sense. And you, the whole world is open to you. So what would you say to anybody who's listening, who's interested in learning more? I would say, you know, the doctors aren't always going to have you um, look at the root cause, but really get to the root cause of while you're, why your illness is happening and, 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 and work on that and not, not all the symptom 
um, you know, the symptoms. I mean, obviously it might be, you might have a serious symptom and that needs to be worked on, but NAD could be very helpful in giving you that boost. And, and it could, and it's, it could be very promising um, for a whole host of conditions. And it's, and it's not, it's not consistent. Although I think it's very consistent for alcohol and opiate addiction. Um, but it's, it, it's, it's a little bit less consistent with some of the other chronic conditions. And if you, if you've run out of, of options and, 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 and you're, and you're looking for something that may give you, give you a, a chance to really change things, I'd say give, give NAD a try. Absolutely. You know, know that it, it exists and that you're not stuck, that you truly can do something uh, to get to get life back. So thank you so much, Tom, for sharing your story, your powerful story of how, you know, your seven years of darkness is now not only shining a light on you, but it's shining a light um, in, the, in the whole world, the health industry. You are helping to create the solution to something that is honestly quite broken. So thank you for sharing with us today. I've been so interested in hearing your story. Thank you for having me. All right. So if you're listening, go to nadtreatmentcenter.com and check out Tom's work and uh, definitely connect with him if, if you want to continue to learn more. Thank you so much for listening today. Head over to denisewalsh.com. Enter your email to subscribe to our list and I'll be sending out an early bird special coupon. 50% off, in fact, of the Dream Life Workbook when it is launched in just a few months. So if you want to have first dibs, let's get your name on that list. Thanks again. I so appreciate you and remember to dream big.